All right, welcome to the Zealous State of Mind podcast. You're the Guru Gaines. Today's guest is we have Anatola Final. Hello. Um, <laughs> welcome to the show. It's one of uh, another friend of Amy Mazda Miller. She highly, highly recommended you <laughs> come on and uh, share what you're up to. Because oh, when I had her on as a guest, mm. um, afterwards we were talking for a while, just in general, like, right, yeah, yeah, just getting to know each other and stuff. And uh, she said she went away on a retreat. And. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she was like, you were a big part of that, yeah. and she loved it, and uh, she found, you know, she learned a lot, and f- mm. you know, felt empowered, and created a lot of good bonds from that, yeah, so yeah, right. tell us a little bit uh, about the, the camp, and how you came to the camp, and right. yeah, oh, the retreat, sorry, yeah, 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 for sure, I mean, I'm still kind of jumping around with the wording, but um, yeah, so I really, when I was looking at like holistic retreats, or like go away, um, weekend away type things, I wasn't seeing Pacifica Māori or Indigenous women in the space, although there are a few now that I have been, I've become familiar of. But prior to that, I had just, every time I'd like been like invited or interested in a retreat, I was like, oh, everyone just looks the same and everyone's Pākehā. And I was like, even the way that it was being done was very Western. And I thought mm. I didn't feel comfortable in that space or I just didn't feel seen or visible. Yeah. And so the, kind of the journey was like, um, I do a lot of work around like women's rights and um, equity um, for women in particular. And I thought, oh, why not like this little brown kid just jump on and like yeah. capitalize off my networks, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, yeah. And so I just like, I put it out onto my Instagram and I was like, hey, like, would anyone be interested? Yeah. It kind of started off like in a different direction, but it, it led to having 10 women together um, out in Wahiki Island. Um, a whole weekend of just like doing different activities. Um, and so we did like um, active movement where we had um, a, a, one of my really good friends from Orotabu, which is a Basifika dance company. And she came and did some movement, um, particularly for women. Um, And we did like a sacred circle. So we released all of the negative things and the people we wanted to forgive. So we had different things like that throughout the weekend. And at the end we had a reflection circle and it was like a really powerful moment. So I had been pining for this space and I thought, Oh, I wonder if other Basifika indigenous women were too. And, Thankfully, 10 other women were. And although there was a lot more interest, just like the timing of, and right, of yeah. everything as well. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how I met. Because I'd known Amy, but I hadn't officially met her. So I was able to connect with people that I had yet to meet. And a lot of them didn't know each other. So it was something special when Indigenous and Pacific and Brown women get together and just like yarn the whole weekend about nothing, but everything, if that makes sense. Yeah, so man. yeah, that's kind of how it happened. Man, how powerful. Yeah, it was Man, so cool. That's cool. And putting the content together for the retreat, mm-hmm. that, that was pretty easy for you. Like, I guess you had some ideas mulling over in your brain. and Yeah, I had a few. Well, because I come from a social work background. Yeah. Um, so I kind of just took that type of stuff. I'm really into mindfulness. So I brought that in. Um, just like certain things that I love to do. Yeah. And unfortunately enough, they all kind of relate it resonated with it as well so that's kind of yeah how it happened yeah mindfulness is starting to get big now but mm. still in the pacific community there's sort of like seeing it uh you know because i'm into it and uh, people like right. look at me like laugh when think it's a bit soft and yeah. things like that yeah um, but it is making headways mm-hmm. uh slowly yeah like huh? yeah talk about a little bit about you know my, how you got into it and yeah how it went f- f- like through the tr- retreat as well right um 
well, yeah, I completely agree that a lot of us Pacifica Maori Indigenous people, like, actually not even, I'm not even touched the Indigenous side, Pacifica in particular don't think they do it, but I mean, a lot of us are Christian or have faith yeah. of, um, of, of some sort of Christian belief, and prayer is, is mindfulness, right, you know, yeah, yeah. being present, and I think once you take away the wording, because I think a lot of people associate mindfulness to meditation. So it's like, um, like right, <laughs> a yeah, lot yeah, of people yeah. think you just sit still like for a monk or something like that. Yeah, yeah which yeah. I mean, we so love and appreciate. But mindfulness can be like you're present while training or you're present while walking or you're yeah. present while cooking. Um, anytime where you are fully present in that moment, that is mindfulness. Yeah, yeah. And mindfulness teaches us to be still grounded and be grateful for what we have in that moment. Um, and so how I came up with the journey was that I was a social worker and I had a really intense caseload, um, with really intense cases. And I found myself kind of going through burnout and I was like, what am I going to do to mm. bring me back? Cause I personally am not a Christian. And I personally don't have a religious faith. So yeah. I was like a lot of my colleagues who were, who were Christian or had, were Muslim, they had this beautiful faith to lean back on, but I had nothing. And I was like, oh, you know, there's only so much Beyonce playlist can do. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, and right. chocolate ice cream lying in my bed. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Or tequila shots. <laughs> but um, so I was like, I needed, <laughs> I needed to find something that was like healthy for me. And mindfulness became that. And so now I just live by it. I'm a stan for mindfulness. Um, and I do it every day. Um, right. And whatever capacity that is, whether it's journaling, walking, um, mindfulness, meditation, which I love. But I know a lot of people have a stagnant view, but you can be flexible with it. And you can also, you can, you can make shift it the way that it suits into your life. Yeah. Like anything, I think a lot of people think there's this rule that you have to stay in this one lane, but like right. if something is resonates with you, make it work for you. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. color it up. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. bedazzle it, like yeah. do it for you. And I think that's really important to teach to our people, but in particular, our rangatahi, our young people. Yeah. you got the power. Yeah. It's like if, if you're not in a room, quiet room, it's not meditation, but you can do it in your car. Do you can, yeah. Like you can do it. Yeah. Like I said, when you're out in the walking, um, mm. I, know, I know what you're saying. Like it doesn't have to be a perfect setting for you to be. For sure. Yeah. I'm into the, um, Hitspace. Right. App. Um, so good. good. That was really good. Um, it's been harder to do now because just for the work schedule and stuff. But yeah. but I just, like you're saying, I just try to take like some breaths in the car or something. Or if I find myself like holding my breath, it's helped me be more aware. For and sure. And I'll just do some big deep breaths and then That's so good. help me like bring my heart rate back down and mm. just check myself type of thing. So, oh, so it came out of necessity, the, the, the breathing and... That's yeah, it thing. definitely came out of necessity. And the fact that you didn't realize that actually you didn't, you weren't breathing. Yeah. Like, you know, that's huge. Yeah. Um, and I know for a lot of my cousins who are like athletes, they're like breathing is like crucial. Yeah. Well, I'm always like, well, breathing is crucial for just life in general. Yeah. Um, and sometimes taking three big breaths, putting like cold water on your face, that can just bring you back down if you're like in a panic and a stress. So I think mindfulness inevitably is such a beautiful tool for anyone in life. Yeah. Um, it's something you don't have to do every day, but it's something that you can use to prevent as well as like deal with something. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm a teacher and at the moment, today we were watching, cool. we're doing like film study, whale rider. Oh, and uh, we got some boys that... Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, it's an awesome movie, oh, yeah. So special. It's better now, like, because I'm uh, watching it years later. Yeah. A bit more mature, and I can You're sort of so see, right. yeah. Yeah, see a lot more. And um, 
some of the boys they always make jokes like when there's um like an emotional mm. part or something like that and mm. just going back to mindfulness and that that type of thing and a teacher was like you know find it hard to handle moments like that crumble right. you know like we haven't been taught sometimes how to deal with it so because it's awkward we'll make like a joke or make you know light of it yeah yeah or, also, or find a different way to deal with it yeah you know like and she's like oh yeah i didn't really think <coughs> about it like that like mm. you know um, with the boys you know they didn't really know how to deal with it yeah for sure so you just make fun of it or something like that yeah make light of it make it funny so i don't actually have to deal with the full yeah of the emotion and i think also when we're dealing with the young people in particular like based on gender men and women like um and everything in between like our boys are taught not to show emotion or mm. to feel emotion so if we're not teaching them how to absorb it or to feel it or to experience it then how are they how are they supposed to react you know yeah. what i mean like and i think with our teachers when they don't know it's because we don't get taught any of that on both sides yeah um and emotion is really scary you know whatever it is with its sadness frustration fear whatever um and it's more it's it's easier to just be like oh no yeah, push yeah. it aside and I think The Whale Rider is such a beautiful movie that encapsulates a moment in Aotearoa history um, and the connection with the ocean and all that stuff and I think that's really important but how do you get young people to resonate with that if they're so scared of their own emotions yeah you know what yeah. I mean like do you, can you fully understand something if you're not fully understanding yourself yeah so I yeah. think there's so many layers to that yeah it's not something that um, <coughs> like a type, type of conversation you have around dinner you know, no. your, your emotions, so. yeah, <laughs> about your emotions and feelings and yeah. all that so, sort of thing and uh empathy like that was another thing we sort of talked about <clears throat> um, for sure that's a, been a big one for me um that helped me grow and it's 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 been it's helped my life a lot eh? yeah learning about empathy and what it is and like i didn't even know i was being you know <laughs> No, you know, not being empathetic to a lot of people. I didn't even know. I wasn't aware of it. Right, right. And uh, it's it's been so awesome learning. Like, yeah, how to <laughs> I bet. Right, I'd be like, okay, what does this mean? How can I be there? Yeah, and I, and we I, don't get taught it. Yeah, you know. Uh, I guess it's so natural for some people in that, uh, but I guess it just like it's a bit of upbringing in that as well. Like we, um, you know, just brought up my mom. You sort of had to be hard. Right, right. Like if you didn't have, like you sort of just had to deal with things. Yeah. And, um, so you, yeah, you sort of grew like a tough shell, mm. and so you sort of push a lot of those things down. And so like being an athlete in that as well, like um, right. like how are you not motivated? I don't get it. Mm. You know, but like yeah, I, I had yeah. to learn like this empathy of uh, you know what their day was and their background and all these mm. sort of things. You know, like, all yeah. that sort of stuff. So empathy is a big one as well. And how tr- like I, I mean I know personally like. I've done some training in the past, but like when people yell at me, especially men, when when men yell at me, I'm just like, (laughs) are you good? Like, are you done? Like, and even though they're trying to help me, I just get really triggered by it. I'm like, don't tell me what to do. Right, right. Um, And I know it's on me, but it's like, you know, there's so many things, um, like there's so many things that people are going through. So so empathy is such a beautiful thing that we have to teach our kids, but we don't get taught it. So it's like up to us to bring it out to empower encourage it that's yeah it's massive it's helped my life probably one of the like most important things over the last five years right right yeah massively that's awesome yeah yeah that's no, been a good thing <laughs> how, 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 how do your friends deal with that like if you're like let's just have a little bit of empathy right now oh, nah, i don't talk like that but you know i don't talk like that but you know i don't know you just 
just trying to be more understanding and think right. of where they're com- coming from and yeah. put yourself in their shoes. Yeah, all that sort of thing. For sure. And, you know, being a parent now and then, you know, being a dad, like, you're like, oh, you got to pay the bills. And mm-hmm. so you start to think like, oh, that's what they're going through, similar things, you know, yeah. and people lose loved ones or, Hard out, um, you know, uh, just just normal stress. And so, like, people snap. I'm like, oh, it's not really them. It could have been thing from like two days ago yeah I sort yeah. of get that a little bit more right right just different uh, moods and that and that's self-awareness like, too yeah, yeah I was like why, why are they moody before you know like <laughs> yeah. what's your problem what's your problem yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not, but they weren't really angry at me or nothing nah, it was like yeah, it's yeah. something else that happened in the day or the yeah. day before or they had a fight with a, you know their partner or friend or something you know that For type sure. of thing so yeah, it's been a bit, a bit of a journey of um, trial and error, hurting a few people and stuff like that. <laughs> Going back and I apologize. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was a that that was a big thing, uh, part of your, um, your retreat. And what was some of the other thing you guys covered then? Oh, the the the, the freedom thing that sounded pretty cool. Ah, uh, uh, you were saying um, releasing. Uh, oh yes. Yeah, um, yeah. So we did a a sacred circle, a healing yeah. circle. Um, so we used water. Um, and I got some paper, and we all had a like half an hour to just write down everything we wanted to let go, the people we wanted to forgive, um, kind of all the fluffy things that we don't do because yeah, yeah, we're yeah. like it's too fluffy, it's too cheesy, like makes me uncomfortable. Like I mean, the whole retreat was like you had to be courageous in your in your emotion do you know what I mean like you really had to yeah. sit there and sit like sit with it um and that was one of our last final activities I guess you could say before reflection yeah um and from that we released and there was a lot of tears it, it extended a lot longer than what I anticipated um and the next day we rolled the pieces of paper out and we threw because they were bi- biodegradable paper. Yeah. Shout out to biodegradable pe- paper. Yeah. Um, and we threw it back out into the into the forest because yeah. we were literally surrounded by only right. trees. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's this thing like that a lot of people are now bringing up, but like rage, like you just scream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like the most powerful, beautiful thing to do. Where you're just like, ah, like just screaming. It feels good. It feels yeah, yeah, so yeah. good. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, um, I think a lot of the time, I mean, I can only speak on women, like we carry so much and we experience so much in life that we don't get taught how to feel anger or rage. Yeah. And so I was like, no, we need to release that. We need to open that. We need to <laughs> open that Pandora's box and just let it go. Yeah. Um, so when they threw their pieces of paper, it was just like rage. It was just, it was just yelling. Um, mm. And so that that type of freedom that came from it. And it was so beautiful because instantly they just built such a beautiful bond and connection. Yeah. And I was like, that's what like being courageous in your emotion does for people. You know, it just like solidifies a relationship that will always be sacred and you'll always have that, like no matter what. So those girls have their own personal relationships now and um, we've got a wider group relationship and I call all of these women now my friends. So yeah. Um, yeah, it was a really special retreat. So I hope to do another one. I mean, COVID obviously ruined everything yeah, in life. Yeah. Um, but yeah, hopefully we're going to do another one at the end of this year or the beginning of next year. Would some of your, would you be open to some of your patients in that? Or are you sort of trying to keep things separate? How does that right. work? Right. Um, so I'm not a practicing social worker oh, right now. Yeah. Um, I'm in sexual health. So, yeah. and currently doing my master's. So not really, even if I was a like a practicing social worker, I wouldn't... Yeah, I would leave that separate. Keep it separate yeah. But I would be inspired to you to like use that in my yeah. work, if that makes sense. Like yeah. because both would inspire each other. Yeah. Um, but I would definitely keep those two things separate. Yeah. 
I thought it was really cool that uh, thing that you did because I've done sort of two things that were similar. Right, right. Yeah, I had a friend. Oh no, she's like relative, pretty much family, and uh, she put it out to us and a couple of friends. Uh, all my mates are gonna think it's a bit soft, but I'll, I think I was the only guy that went. I love that. <laughs> and like, I love that so cool. Yeah, yeah. I think it was like four or five of us, and you had to write something or like say something. That's so. And cool. And then you like burn it. Yes. And yeah. Then you, uh, I think we put it, uh, it sailed away or something in the water or something like that. I love that. And it, yeah, it was pretty cool. So yeah. I, I wrote something and then you sort of share it and then mm. you sort of like. Uh, Unpack it. Yeah, yeah. To move on type oh. of thing. And yes, I love that stuff. <laughs> yeah. So we did that. That was a friend uh, initiated. Oh, one of my family members initiated things. That's awesome. And then we did like a freedom course. It was like more like a Christian based one. Right, right. And it was like studies over. I can't remember how many weeks. And then to finish with like a camp. And mm. um, yeah, so they break away like females and then the males. And then you sort of sh- share, you yeah, unpack mm. like your deepest, darkest things. And then uh, we prayed over it and that. And um, yeah, it was, it was called the freedom thing. So it was sort mm. of whatever we're holding on to or shackled by, um, you know, you're trying to get freedom. So because you, you might not notice, but we carry these baggages around. And the way we like carry ourselves and Ooh, talk, and uh, but we don't even know we get used to it. No, yeah, we get yeah. so accustomed. to Yes, it. so yeah. I was trying to like find those things that we've pushed down for years, right? And then like trying to be free from it, you know, yeah. or even like get it free. But sometimes they like re- reappear or pop their head up, mm-hmm. and so you learn like how to deal with it when they do. Yeah, because I don't know, some things just like trigger it. You know, like right. you're saying with the guys yelling like. Uh, all of us have like different things that will trigger that trigger thing us, to come yeah. back up. So you sort of learn like tools, like how to deal with it if it does pop up. Mm. But yeah, I think that's another thing that was awesome. Was I really recommended that. And um, That's so cool. But again, it's, you know, yeah, you have to be really vulnerable. and Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's scary too. Yeah, like, it is pretty it scary. It makes you yeah. think like, you know, when you were saying like your friends will think you're soft. Like, why do you think that is? Why do men do that? Yeah, why yeah. Why are men like this? <laughs> <laughs> at men, at men. <laughs> We deal with things our own way, you know. <laughs> I know, but it's not always the right way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just, yeah. That's that's it's going back in history, sort of thing, eh? Mm, that'd yeah. be an interesting podcast, like to sit yeah. down with a bunch of dudes and be like, "What's our problem now, Gina? <laughs> too <laughs> <We'd>, much, too <laughs> much." <laughs> we'd have to get uh, certain guy, right, like right, you know, right certain different of, types of yeah, and people are open, I guess. For sure. You're kind of comfortable with, there's not many, but there, there would be, there would be a few. Because I guess like vulnerability equates to weakness for a lot of people. Yeah, and yeah. When you're weak, it's like, it attacks the masculinity or, I don't know, like, I, and when I see my dad, who's like the epitome of like the stereotypical Pacific Island masculine <laughs> man. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we're just like, although I love him, we're so different. Like, we just, like, clash on so many values. Not, I shouldn't say values. Do you reckon like, that, like, sort of helped shape, like, the way you're doing things now? Oh, for sure. Like, he tested me throughout my whole life, and I right. tested him. And although I love and respect him, he's my dad. Um, we we just see the world so differently. I mean, yeah. he comes from an army. I come from social work. Like, it's just, like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. two polar opposites. I'm a feminist. He's very traditional. Yeah. I'm a liberal. He's a conservative. Like, yeah. he's a Christian. I'm not. So, it's, like, we just 
just fundamentally don't see the world the same and he's tested me on so many times and I think the power of like sitting with someone who's so different to you is yeah. like you get to challenge your own beliefs yeah, you know yeah. someone's questioning you so much you're yeah. like crap what's my answer <laughs> I don't even know oh my goodness I have to go look this up I'm yeah. just saying this because of whatever so I think we've been able to test and challenge each other in a really beautiful respectful way yeah like when Amy was like oh check out my friend I was like would she be alright talking with a dude? Like, <laughs> <laughs> she looks like um, she's not into talking. So I, yeah. <laughs> I'm sort of scared, and because yeah. like I'm borderline, like people think like I'm sexist a little bit, you know? Right? Like, Dude, you know? Are you? <laughs> no, I they hope th- you're not. No, I'm joking. I'm they joking. think I am, like you know. Oh, not not sexist, like because I'm I guess like a father in a way, you know. I'm Christian, you know. Grew right. up man's man. I play footy, like all sports, you know, right. fighting growing up, you know, all yeah. that sort of stuff. So, yeah, yeah. you know, I've got like my mum brought me out. I love my mum and I've got a wife and a daughter. So I'm obviously not a sexist, but you know what I mean? Like, beautiful. Thank you. Thank They're you. so beautiful. But yeah, I'm more like, you know, on the old school, uh, yeah. like naturally, like brought For up sure. type of thing. But yeah, so I was like, I was a bit nervous. <laughs> but And then I was like, uh, I was asking my wife, should I, should I um, message this lady? And then she was like, yeah, yeah. Like, and I was like, oh, yeah, cool. Because, um, like going towards my fears a little bit right. and that uncomfortable. Well, I love like- this. Bring the fear out. No, I love this. No, it's so funny. Cause like, you're, it's not that I was, I was just like, I've never spoken to a man just because like my job, what I do, what I stand for. I'm like, I do sometimes feel like men get uncomfortable with right. me in particular. Yeah, that's what, yeah. And so when I, like, it's so funny you say that because, like, you're just like my dad and my cousins. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, I love, I love, dis- I love being uncomfortable. I love yeah. sitting in my vulnerability. Like, that's the stuff that gets me going. So um, I'm sorry that you felt that no, way, that's but I'm why happy I, with Matt. Like, hopefully I'm not too that's scary. That's why I was like, oh, I have to do it then. <laughs> yes. You know, yes. like, I was like, I have to do you're this. You're not scary at all either. You've made it so comfortable. Yeah. It's funny because uh, the, I guess, I don't know, what's like feminist but not feminist? Like, right. What's that? What, what would you call that? Feminism, yeah. No, I mean, they're not like feminist, but they're pretty close to it. So they, be- whoa. Well, all, all, all the like friends that I have that are like, or people I've met that are feminist or close to, they're like, um, it's not what they put on their media. Right. When I talk to them, they're so much more nicer. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're, like, brutal and, like, online, you know? You're like, oh, damn. But then when I meet them and talk to them, they're always right. Nice. Like, yeah, it's different. It's, it's th- a different, like, thing to me. Yeah, for sure. No, a lot of a lot of guys say that to me, too. I think it's, like, we're nice people, but I think there's this persona that people, th- like, there's this perception that they have of feminists. Like, we're man-hating. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, we're, like... It th- feels like that online. Yeah, you know, like, bra-throwing <laughs> type, like, feminazi type people. Um, and although that can be the case with the small minority, yeah. um, just like any movement, there's going to be problems, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's human, so humans are inherently imperfect. Um, but for fem, I think... For me, feminism is just equity among the among yeah. the sexes, like among the genders, like that me and you are like allowed to be free. Yeah. That's my perception of feminism. And my feminism has over the years has like transformed. Like when I first was younger, it was all about I hate men. <laughs> I want I burn the patriarchy. Like that type of stuff. <laughs> now it's moved more into how can I 
work with men and how can I, you know, because one day if I get married and have children, like what if I have sons? God forbid. Um, (laughs) And you know what I mean? Like what what happens then, you know? So it's like, and I've got brothers who are amazing. I've got grandfathers who are incredible. I've got an incredible dad and stepdad. So it's not man hating, but it's accountability. Mm. And it's saying that the system we live live in is favored towards men, in particular white men. So it's like, how do we question that? And feminism is all about questioning that. Yeah, Although yeah. there are problems in anything, so. Yeah. I had a, another guest on. She was um, a bit against the guys as well. And uh, I was like, oh, you know, it's going well. Like, isn't it a good time for women at the moment? Like, you know, the sports, you know, it's getting close. She's like, yeah, but it should be the same. And I was like, oh. And I just went, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but what, what's your uh, thing, take on that? Like, um, it's not it's not the same yet. But like things are improving, is that right? Or what? Yeah, what's your take on it? You know, like because I, because I got a daughter, I'm like looking at, I'm like, oh, things are a lot different than they were. Like they're not the same as um, the guys yet, but a lot of things are a lot better. It's like, is this the best time in history to be a female? Right, right. From being like slaves and told to just stay in the kitchen and cook clean and all that. So now like they're running businesses, yeah, doing everything the same as the guys type of thing. I mean. First of all, I hope your daughter challenges you throughout your life. It's amazing. Um, but second of all, I mean, we, we, we still have women as slaves and we still have women forced to be in the kitchen in Aotearoa, New Zealand even. Um, we've got a huge problem with abuse towards women and um, our domestic violence rates are huge um, towards men as well as women, but obviously so much higher than women. We've got huge rape culture. We've got... Um, so many issues, not only in Aotearoa, but around the world. So I'm not the biggest fan of like, it's the time to be a woman just because that dismisses the problems that we still have today. Um, But I do think that when I look at past things that happened, um, although there are still things that are happening around certain places around the world, it's not happening here. And so for that, I'm grateful. Like we weren't able to vote. And I'm all about like having a political voice. Like I'm an opinionated indigenous woman, you know what I mean? So it's like, I love that for me and I love that for my sisters and my female friends and my family members. Um, But I don't think we're, we're at where we need to be yeah. and it's not that i want the same rights as you i just not i just want to be treated as a human yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean i just i just want to be treated it's just it's like what's going on right now with black lives matter you know although it is so much better right now than slavery but is it much better do right. you, you know what i'm trying like black men are still getting murdered um black people are still getting murdered we're still having this huge racial issue in america we have racial issues throughout the globe so to say it's a better time to be a woman, to be black, to be whatever community is ostracized by society, I think dismisses the problems we have right now. And for women, I think that does a lot of damage. Yeah. What are the, some of the, like, I guess, the low-hanging fruit that we can do, uh, <coughs> you know, with some of those things you brought up with the domestic violence? Like, right. Or some of these things, like you're saying, the problems that we can do. Because it seems like, a massive thing like overall you know yeah what what yeah what are some solutions yeah that's something it seems so think, like broad i know right i mean it's such a i think it comes down to systems you know like systemically we live in a very patriarchal which is like allows men to have the power we live in a very patriarchal 
colonial, so white supremacy, um, capitalist, so the rich get richer, the poor get poorer mm. society. And that's the norm across so many Western countries. And so I think for us to dismantle problems such as domestic violence or family violence, it's looking at it a systemic way. And I think there needs to be more conversations in the community level between Tane and Wahine. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's it's also saying that our Tane also can be victims of domestic violence and family violence as well. Um, and that's a really untouched untouched topic. And I think it goes back to like men are stronger, women a woman are weaker. Mm. So men can't get hurt by women. Like that never happens. Like if yeah. you're 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 soft, you're like weak, you're 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 not you're less than a man if that happens to you. But that's a real issue, although not in the same like in extensiveness as women it's still an issue so I think it comes down to on a community level there needs to be more discussions more courageous conversations where you have to be uncomfortable I have to be uncomfortable yeah. um, and then on a policy level we need to be implementing more of that and it's it's not chucking money around it's opening more space for things that already exist you yeah. know to use like Maori tools basafika tools tools that work already for certain communities that work for European communities, that work for our Asian communities. You know, it's, it's capitalizing off culture and religion and using that to benefit our people, I think, is yeah. where we need to be heading. Yeah, I'm probably one of those ones that annoy uh, <coughs> annoy you. And it's just with, uh, like, politics and stuff like that. I've I, I only just been getting into it lately. Right. And, um, yeah, I'm not that educated on it, but I'm like, oh, man, it's, it's, it's getting interesting now. As I get yes. older, I guess I'm more interested in, right. into it. And I was like, man, maybe my daughter should be a politician because, like, what you're saying, um, there needs to be more uh, Pacific people in, like, positions to like have, a, yeah, have yeah. a say and um, to, to make the calls because, like, everybody's, like, saying this and that, but we're not the ones that pull the strings, you know? For sure, we're not. Uh, yeah, we so, don't have the power. And it's like, um, yeah, so so many people with good hearts and mean well on that, but it doesn't doesn't get heard, you know, like yeah, um, you know, even like from back in, like even the Christian, like the there's the Pharisees and um, Sadducees and stuff. Like I guess they were like the equivalent of, you know, the white supremacy now in a way. Right. There's, they that existed in Christianity. Yeah, like in a way, like right. yeah, yeah. There's always been like. <laughs> people that sort of overrule that were a little bit evil yeah you know it's human yeah um there's always going to be that but yeah like how do we get more good people in there like but every time there is they get it's it's it seems overwhelming like a little bit every time they get in there they they find a way to um like try to get them out or like you know some of them are being assassinated or they make them look bad there's that guy um peter evans he's like a nutrition guy okay he's been spreading some really good stuff and that and like they're trying to make out like he's crazy Right, but he's right. spreading like really good stuff, yeah. and, and like because he won't shut up, they're like, um, mm. you know, they're trying to make you know bring him down, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. like some other nutrition people that I follow, um, he found out like he his um, what's it called? Like people visiting his website went down heaps, mm. and because they controlled like how much would go We're there, yeah, them. right. So just different things like so that people that are trying to like make headway and get in there and do different things. I think when I was talking to my wife, she was like, you know, that's what will happen if you try to get into politics. They'll try to find something that you did five years ago and bring you down. And that's yeah. why a lot of good people get put off. Yeah. They're like, oh, it's too much of a yeah. a battle. I'll just sit back and, you know. Right. 
do what I can here, but not, I don't know. I was like, well, I think we need to get some people a little bit higher type of thing, you know? Yeah, we need to get, we need to get in places of power because unfortunately we were not, we're not, we're still a minority, not yeah. only in our country, but within situations or positions of power. And I think um, when you have a, let's say in regard to like our current political climate with national government, you've got national government that is or Pakia, yeah. um, that are predominantly male. Yeah. So then obviously the lens of which they're going to see this country is going to be through that. So when you right. have, it's not saying that you can't have Pakia people, Muslim people, Pacifico, Maori in spaces, but saying let's have a bit more diversity right. to ensure that every person in Aotearoa, because we are a melting pot of so many beautiful religions and beliefs and cultures and ethnicities and nationalities, that we're all covered. Because I personally don't think that the national government is going to cover me as an indigenous brown Pacifica woman. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, you know, I think what's happening right now in America, we can take a lot of that and be like, how can we get be better here? Because there's this, there's this idea that New Zealand is so much better than everyone else. Yeah. Um, that we don't have racism, that we don't have sexism, that we don't have all these isms, isms and phobias where actually we do. And so I think like, yeah, I think we need to get more into politics. I think we have to have more courageous conversations with one another. And it's scary to do because I know like I'm I'm the polar opposite of conservative. Um, my views are not conservative. What's, I would say I'm more like further away from liberal too in my views. And I think I have had to, I'm slowly starting to learn to sit down with people who have very conservative views and actually learn to listen, Right. you know, because I just automatically react and I automatically defend and I automatically want to be like, you're wrong, you're yeah. dumb, you're stupid, you know what I mean? Like get real mean with my language, but actually it's learning to sit there and be like, okay, why do you think that way? Right, right. How can we as Basifika people, although we see the world very differently, how can we work with one another to actually ensure that our people are like thriving because the system works against us too where it's like it's going to separate us where like you and me aren't going to sit together and be like so what does our country need you know what I mean because it's like we're going to see it so differently so I I think it's like it's 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 having yeah courageous moments and situations environments and opening up the space for a community space as well as a systematic one and although, yeah, I don't really know a definitive, like, solution for that, but I think we need to start by doing that. Yeah. Mm. It makes sense to have, like, um, different people at the table, like, mm. instead of just the same. I heard, like, yeah. a term recently, uh, echo chamber. And so it's like, if we believe the same thing, we sort of hang out with the people that believe the same thing. And then for sure. we read the same articles. And, and so yeah. I guess if they're all the same sort of, uh, demographic and uh, <coughs> they're all just going to echo each other like yeah that's yeah. right that sounds good but if echo they have that's a good one echo chamber yeah so if mm. if they have um, you know a few yeah like you said different um, ethnic groups and uh, you know different groups from New Zealand you know like oh no but what about this so I guess it'll it'll open up minds you know oh, okay yeah. I never thought about it like that I don't yeah. know if it's that simple, but yeah, now just getting getting them to think like, oh, okay, and then mm. someone else would pipe up and say, oh, have you thought about this and that? I think it is it that makes sense. simple. I right. think like you've said it, like it is that simple. Like we just need to listen more. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, um, I think 
when we like we actually have to listen without thinking of what we're going to respond with because i find myself like listening but being like i already know what i'm going to say right, yeah, yeah, <laughs> do you know yeah, what yeah, i mean yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and 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 my my younger siblings always pull me up like especially my little brother he's like you you know because i'm i personally am like a, a green supporter so that's a, a, a party in our government and he's like well you can't say you're going to vote for greens because you don't know yeah. what their policies are and i'm like well i'm not going to vote for national and he's like well how do you know what if they and i and he always pulls me up and i'm like no 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 but it's like actually i need to just like learn to listen and not have like this opinion already ready at the tip of my tongue and actually just sit with it and be like hmm you're still wrong but let me have a think (laughs) (laughs) at least i'm listening now (laughs) (laughs) how did the uh was it like a innate thing you know that the you know going against your dad type of thing or or was it like gradually over time or was it like from right they thought yeah yeah (laughs) from birth he was like dang it um no my mom my mom my parents aren't together um anymore but my mom is just like a firecracker she's like um similar views very strong-minded um did things very in an unorthodox way and although can be more conservative in certain things than I am, she always allowed me to explore and have my own opinion and be very confident with my opinion. Um, And I think that really built who I am. But also, like, even though my dad's very conservative, like, I played rugby, like, throughout school. Um, and so he would always be like, you see those boys, you smash them. Right, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like he, I was never like a boy's going to hurt me. Cause I'm yeah. I, like, look at me, I'm gonna beat you up. But like, yeah. you know, he always made me feel like, even though I was like so much shorter than people, like he always made me feel strong. So yeah. like, I think it's his fault in general and my mom's <laughs> fault, but like I was, I was raised in a village. So, um, I had all these beautiful different views and I grew to learn which ones I agreed with and didn't. Yeah. And I think the, you know, my mum's Maori Pakia, my dad's Tongan, my stepdad's Samoan. Um, we had family members from so many different ethnic backgrounds. And I think like having that diverse family village set up, I was like, I, I got to have a little bit of everything. Right, right. And so then I just grew up. I started going to, I went to uni and it, you just start to find people that really push it out of you yeah um and yeah i think that's kind of where i mean yeah but i think yeah me and my dad are different definitely different (laughs) yeah yeah i have this uh theory but i don't know it's just from observation like two strong um things don't go two strong personalities but like my mate me and me was talking about like there has to be like a masculine energy and a feminine energy okay and like um <clears throat> for it to work so whether the the like so you obviously got more of a masculine one so you'd have like a nice guy partner mm. so you wouldn't have like a, <laughs> yeah. a guy no just just my theory yeah so, no, no please please, please no, I'm, I'm trying to listen yeah. keep going <laughs> it's just my theory so like because one like has like all these things they want to conquer the world and the other one's like the supporter you know right and it goes either way um i know because i see like a lot of my um family and friends I just observe it. Oh, yeah, it sort of works. Mm. And, um, yeah, when there's two, like, even, like, a, co- uh, a couple of my fair relationships were, like, we were both, because I'm more, of like, obviously masculine and, right. like, it didn't go. Is your wife more feminine? Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it works good. Like, we complement each other. Like, yeah. the soft and the hard. Yeah. Instead of two hards. Right, or right. Or two softs. Right. Because, like, you know, even though I'm into, like, uh, you know, mindfulness and being vulnerable here and there like um i don't want to go like too far that way because Mm. 
at the end of the day, like, my woman wants a man that's right. going to, like, fight, you know, like, if I have to. Mm. You know, you don't want to be, like, crying, like, your woman needs you to stand up at certain times. Right. You know what I mean? Right, Like, okay. there's a certain time to be vulnerable and whatever, but, um, and then there's a certain time you have to be a man, like, you because, yeah, you sort of got to hold, I find that you got to hold it together, because I was talking to my, um, my brother-in-law he was saying that he was being too open and his like his wife was like oh like uh, what's going like uh, what's going on here like right. and, like it was too much mm. like I'm the female like, I'm the I'm not the, I'm the female I'm the more like yeah you know emotionally like right you, you've, someone's got to be the thing mm. I think Math, yeah that's what I my theory you th- I know I love you I, I mean I love I love hearing it I think um I don't fully agree. <laughs> I, I don't agree. I'm not agree. surprised. I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I'm not one for like, I, I'm not one for like stagnant ideas of what men and women are. Yeah. Um. Although I'm like really strong and open, like really strong with my conviction. And I'm like, I will make you cry if you like come to me. Yeah. But like, I'm also very emotional. And I am an empath, so that means I feel a lot. Um, and obviously, I'm in social work, and I'm now working with sexual health. So I love people. So I'm not just one faceted person. Yeah. I'm a nuanced person, and I'm actually more attracted to like hard, strong dudes, like that. Sometimes differ on so many views than me, and I'm like, oh, I could throw my shoe at your face. Um, so that's but, the opposite. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. There yeah, you go. yeah. <laughs> So it's like, you know what I mean? It's true. It is, it is, it could be due to views, right? right. Like, um, you know, I'm a vegan. So like, yeah. I don't eat meat or dairy as yeah. well. So like, I love animals. So it's like, I'm not attracted to vegans. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not, you're too skinny. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's like, you know what I mean? Like, I think it's, I, 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 I'm not, yeah. I think it's, it's, I don't have a stagnant perception of like men and women in general. Yeah. Yeah. Cause also I have my own beliefs about, you know, the rainbow community and people loving whoever they, that they want to love. So I'm not one for that, but I can see why I like a lot of people who are traditionalists, a lot of people who believe like men and women are supposed to be together. Mm especially like having a Christian view. Like I know for my dad, that's his view. So I think I can see why that would be the case. But like if my hu- if my partner or my husband was like, let's talk about emotions, I'd be like, oh, yes, let's do it. I love that for you. Like that would totally get me going. But yeah, I think it's, yeah, I, I guess it's all different. Yeah. No, it's a, it's an interesting uh, point of our topic. Uh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so... <laughs> <laughs> what um, what do you think about the? I I didn't even know the term, but it came up like I don't know maybe the last couple of years of toxic like masculinity. What what is that? I don't even know what that is. Yeah, like really. Bring it to me. <laughs> um, so toxic masculinity is like men aren't supposed to cry. Yeah, men are only supposed to be this. Toxic masculinity is like women in the kitchen, men outside. Um, my son can't wear dresses. My daughter can't play with trucks. Like, it's so many different things. Yeah. Like, toxic masculinity is like, men can only be this. And yeah. if you're not this, then you're not a man. You're not masculine. So when it gets toxic is when it starts to be a burden. Isn't, but isn't that funny that women made that up? Did women make it up? I think so. Oh, it feels like I it. I don't think a woman did of make what, it up. A woman's weighed up what a man... 
whether they're think, masculine or not. I don't think women made it. Oh, okay. It oh. came from a a, 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 a book oh, um, okay. of a man called, it, it, it kind of stems from masks of masculinity. Oh, and yeah. And it stemmed into, yeah. Who, is that uh, Lewis House? No. I don't know his name. Yeah. I don't know his name. I haven't read the book because I'm yeah. a man, but no, I'm, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not toxic. No, joking. <laughs> um, but no, I can be toxic too. We all, But the thing is, we can all be toxic. I think um, toxic masculinity stems from sexism and like the yeah. patriarchy it's not like it's not something like that yeah i think it it, it comes from something it's yeah. saying that when we're raising our boys that's why so many of our boys aren't able to show emotion because we teach them a certain way yeah and it's, that's toxic yeah it's 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 scary now for guys because um it feels like a little bit unfair because it's it's like free and fair for ladies to say that but if you have like differing view mm. it's uh, you get like attacked right but isn't it come from a place of freedom mm. but if you don't fall into those guidelines then it's it's not classified as right you know what i mean right yeah no i, I get you so like if yeah so it's scary for me like and you know uh some of my buddies to mm. say stuff now because you're going to get persecuted yeah but they like isn't it freedom from them as well to say what they want and then but for us it's like oh i don't know because i don't want to get like you know all this hate yeah. sort of thing you know what i mean I it's scary yeah. it's scary like yeah you know what i mean like yeah i mean i think i think we're in a time now where you can't say inappropriate things. But well, who know? defines that, you know what I mean? And I think where it's defined is if you, what you're saying is questioning someone's humanity, that if you're saying I can't, that you're saying something that, that, that hurts my humanity, I think that's the line. But that's my personal opinion. Yeah. I think, I don't know if it, what it looks like in, in, in like a, a bill, a law, a policy. But for me, if someone says to me, you're less than because you're a woman, that's not freedom of speech. That's yeah. not freedom. That's because your freedom of speech is now inflicting on my freedom to be a woman. Yeah. Does that make sense? So I think if your freedom of speech is hurting someone else's freedom to be, that's when it gets into dangerous territory. So you can say whatever you want, but just know that there are consequences for your words and yeah. that people are now in a time where they're so on it. Like they'll go through Twitter, Facebook, yeah. podcasts, Instagram, Snapchat, and be yeah. like, "Well, you said this, and you're trash." Like, you know what I mean? People yeah. aren't afraid to do that now, and I think, I think there is problems with that, but also it's like we have to be held to account. Like, if I said something wrong on my Instagram or I said something on your podcast, and someone disagrees with me, I want someone to come to me, like, and 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 question me, but do it respectfully. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not gonna if someone's being sexist, I'm not gonna be like you're la 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 i'm gonna be like so what's why why are you saying this like what's going on like for you to think that of of women that we're lower than you so i I mean that's only one part that i'm talking about so i think yeah i think inevitably like when it gets dangerous as if your freedom is now impacting my freedom yeah yeah it's it's an interesting one man because um it feels like it's comes from like this place of uh, freedom, but it's not. Mm. It feels like, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, it's only freedom for some. What are you afraid to speak about? Just like, because everybody has their opinion and their thing, right? But if it doesn't agree with certain things, then it's, it's, you know, you can't say it. But, I don't know. Like it's, 
if it doesn't fall in line, then it doesn't fall in line. But it's still my opinion and my belief. Mm, mm. You know, but someone gets persecuted and someone doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not a a, it's not attack. Yeah, it's a different attack. It's not um it's uh yeah, yeah, I feel like it's different rules. It's mm. yeah, it's 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 a scary time. Like I feel sorry for a lot of people like it's you can tell the truth but only if it falls in these lines. Mm. You know that type of thing? Yeah. Yeah. What 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 are those though? Like what what are those that are that are being questioned like just beliefs, um, you know, because I'm a Christian, so a lot of those things mm. are, are, are getting attacked these days. Yeah, so like, um, like, gay men, gay women, yeah, things like that. Right. Yeah. So like, uh, if you don't believe in that or whatever, then you get persecuted. Mm. You know. Yeah. Isn't it the same the other way though? In what way? Like, uh, if you think it's, if you believe in it, like that's that's your thing. But like, why attack those who don't believe it? I think you I, know what I mean. Like, yeah, no, I get you, and I and I think we're on a like a good movement of conversation because I think that all my Tongan family are vehemently against the rainbow community. So that's yeah. people who are gay, queer, lesbian, transgender. I'm all for like love. I'm I'm I mean I'm studying human rights, so yeah, yeah. I'm all the fluffy stuff. So yeah. I believe like everyone has the right to be and love who and be and exist however they. Is their most genuine self, um, but the difference of like when I speak with my family and compared to someone who is like hateful and is marching against people and being like you don't deserve human rights is that my family, although very Christian, very Methodist, and don't agree, they're not yeah. inflicting hate. Like yeah. they're just like right, I'm yeah. existing, you're existing. That's cool. In my Christian belief and my faith, I don't believe it's right, but. I'm also a child of God and I'm not here to judge you. Right. Yeah. I'm on my own part. Yeah. See, I'm That'll not. There'll be the similar sort of thing. So I'm not against that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not a part of the rainbow community and I don't want to speak on behalf of the rainbow community, but personally, as someone who is an ally of, of the rainbow community, I'm not against people saying, like, yeah, doing similar that. sort of thing, yeah. The, the difference of when it gets into hate speech, it's your freedom to believe whatever. When it gets into hate speech is when you're saying, all gay people were bad and all gay people were this and all transgender. That's yeah. when it gets into a point where you're now inciting violence and hateful rhetoric. So it's just like um, people getting ch- chucking it all together really. Yeah. Right. Instead right. of like differentiating um, right. what type. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, eh? I get you. Yeah. I yeah. Not you. differentiating is like, yeah. you're not for it. You're against this totally 100% or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed yeah, yeah. to like, yeah. Having that. There's layers to it. Yeah, yeah, You know what I mean? Like, I think for the Christians that I know who are against it, they're not posting about being against it. Exactly, yeah. They're like, I disagree and I don't have to follow you. I don't need to be a part of your bubble. I don't need to be a part of your life. You have every right to live and exist how you want to live. I don't agree with it, but it's not my right to do anything about that. Do you know what I mean? It's, It's just like I'm not a Christian and there are things that I disagree with how the church deals with certain stuff. I don't go into the church and be like, burn this down like you know what yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. I respect that it's your faith that's beautiful that's amazing live your life but I'm not where it would get into hate of Christianity would be me doing that yeah 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 I got you saying yeah yeah because I got like uh, family and friends right and uh, we hang out we all good like but like I, I do things are wrong you know and like what sorry like I, I, I got um 
things that I don't like. I don't believe that's right. you know. I've got my own struggles, so like, right. how am I to judge? You know what I mean? Right, right. I don't think you. it's right that, but I do stuff that I don't like that I'm I'm like struggling with. You know? Right, right, so right. So I just sort of, that's the way I sort of see it. No, um, I love that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I don't think you're a bad person. Ha, no, Even no. Though we disagree, right? Yeah, like, yeah. We can disagree and know that actually we both are in our own freedom to express and, and think and have our own opinions. But I hope that you know that I'm not hateful of you and I, I can feel that you're not hateful of me. Yeah. And I don't think you'd be hateful to those people. So it's like, there is your freedom. No, I've got, yeah, family and friends that we yeah. hang out. Yeah, so it's That's not like that. That's your freedom, yeah. yeah. What about the, the, um, the races uh, thing, the, um, you know, it's pretty big at the moment. I, I was following your, um, what's it called, your story. Right. I was like, man, I felt like inadequate to say or like posting. I was like, oh, because I haven't been through, you know. Right. Like, I think everybody has their degree of racism they've experienced or whatever mm. but I was like oh it's nothing like that so I you know right uh, I don't want to say anything I, and then I I saw some posts I like you know um, just for like the New Zealand stuff first uh, he was like, oh, I like that that's right. sort of my thing I was like we gotta um, yeah I mean the, yeah it's horrible what happened and, and what's happening it's disgusting but yeah so it's like um yeah, I don't know, it seems so big. Like, how do you have the energy for it? <laughs> oh, I know, right? No, I think, I think first of all, you can absolutely have an opinion even if you don't. Oh, no, I have a bit, yeah. but I didn't want to post because nah, it's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, you're just kind of I'm sitting not, with it. Yeah, I'm not yeah. like uh, black and, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I get scared you. driving around, nah, you know, for sure. I don't want to speak and like. Ne- neither am I. I've never experienced, like, I've experienced stereotypes and yeah, I've experienced stereotypes. prejudice. But my dad, who is a six foot three, dark skin, bold brought like big Tongan unit yeah um he could literally tackle a whole team and he's that big he gets judged every day he experiences racism so much more prevalently than i do so i can never say i understand his experience yeah i didn't want to say anything because of that yeah yeah. but i can experience i can i can understand from like a level of understanding that we've got an issue in new zealand and that i can empathize with people in america that they've got an issue too and i think um, on the topic of like only caring about New Zealand issues, not that I think you said that, but I think personally, like not to gas myself up, but I'd like <laughs> to think that I'm a part of most movements within Aotearoa New Zealand. Yeah. Um, and I try to get like to educate myself because that's my responsibility. And so when people say to me, well, you should be caring more about America, about New Zealand issues. I'm like, well, I was there marching for Ihimato and I was there marching right, for women's yeah, rights yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was there doing this and that. Where were you? Yeah, so yeah. now you all of a sudden you're going, what about New Zealand? Well, where were you at the child poverty march? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like where were you in all these moments that I was and my friends and all the people that with also that Black Lives Matter march were doing too. So when people say that to people who are really doing the work we're like actually you need to talk to yourself not not us right yeah but in saying that we absolutely need to be caring what happens in Aotearoa and we need to be informing ourselves but that doesn't mean we don't care what happens also in the world because that is blatant horrible injustice and I think like Martin Luther King said a quote like injustice anywhere is a threat to injustice everywhere and I think that says so much like right now in Aotearoa we're seeing that our police could potentially be given the access to be carrying guns just like in their back pocket for me that 
incites a lot of fear because of my dad, of my brothers, of my cousins, who stereotypically would be the people that they would target. And so we take our cue from what is happening in America, who are the most marginalized, the black, the indigenous, the Latino, um, Muslim people. So in Aotearoa, who is the most marginalized? Maori and Pacifica. And now we've got a growing African community. So those are the three communities that are going to be hurt the most. And those are are two of my communities. So... I think we can care about New Zealand and around the world. We can do it both at the same time if you have the capacity to do yeah. so. No one's saying you should be speaking out, yeah. but everyone's saying if you're going to care about Aotearoa, care about America. If you're going to care about America, care about Aotearoa because we're humans and we should care. Yeah. That's just my standpoint on it. Yeah, yeah. Man, it's... um, Yeah. Has it, There hasn't been a time, eh? Like a but, good time without... Uh, do you think there will be for race? Yeah, I think that's why it's so ironic when 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 you have Donald Trump saying "Make America Great Again." Yeah, like I find that testament. Like when testament. was it great? Yeah, I'm like when All so right. slavery, colonization, Jim Crow. Like when when I'm sorry, yeah. when in your history has has America ever been great? Yeah, um, because it may be great for white people, which is why he's so racist, right? Because that's yeah. what he's saying. Yeah. He wants the power back in his hands because for eight years they had a black president and they didn't have that much power, right? I mean, they still had most of the power, yeah. but you had a black president, the face of America, that was the voice for a lot of people. Um, and I think that's the backlash that happened. You had a black president and the backlash is that now you have a white racist supremacist person not every white person is racist but he encompasses the very meaning of that so i don't think i mean humans are inherently imperfect um and i think that is why we're gonna have to continuously unpack and unpack but racism is a social construct so man created it so anything we've created we can uncreate that's my view on it like whatever we've made and done i think we have the ability to 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 unshape it and dismantle it it's just having the courage to do it yeah 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 it's it's a big one like it's um like for me with the like the christian view like i um there's always been um like racism and leaders terrible leaders and all these things. It's not like either you give up or lose hope. Like you keep fighting for what's right and all that. But like my my side is set on something bigger. Right. And if I have to walk through different things and, you know, fight and do what I have to do, then uh, I take it in my stride because this is this isn't my home. Right. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Like there's something bigger for me. Later, like when I die. Oh, right. So you're going back to heaven. You're going to heaven, sorry. Yeah. So like with the earth, um, you know, racism, there's all these terrible things, you know, uh, you know, with the earth, um, you know. The, with the, Climate change? Yeah, yeah. All, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. It's like, it's, we, we do our, our best while we can. Yeah. But like from, you know, your perspective, what, what's what's the end game? Yeah, right. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I put up with it. Oh, I love this conversation. Did, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. oh, okay, uh, if I'm getting ripped off or, you know, being treated as racist, um, like, it's a part of my walk. Right. Because I, I'm aiming for something bigger. Like, all the apostles were, you know, they, they were persecuted. Jesus was hung on a cross. You know, like, it's a part of life. No, not that you give into it, but it's, you're going to have to walk through tough times. Mm. 
and like you know you fight and all that but you know where, where's yeah. the win there? like where's the end game there does that make I, sense I, I disagree with that <laughs> I think like I, I don't think racism is a part of, of like human life oh no I racism think, I mean like yeah. tough times oh but like tough like, like you have to terrible be leaders right, got you. terrible leaders got you. like there's always been that like got you. he faced yeah. all of that like yeah right right and he overcame that yeah um so you're asking like what I believe happens after yeah like yeah, what, yeah, what's because yeah. we know we're fighting for these things but what's the end goal yeah, yeah yeah i mean that's so interesting because i i am not an atheist i hate when people think that if you're not christian you're not muslim you're not hindu you're not sikh you're not buddhist whatever whatever that you're an atheist because i think that word is so ugh, yeah. i don't like that word because i'm very spiritual i mean hello yeah. i ran a holistic retreat like, yeah, yeah. and i don't know if you can tell by the way i can speak too but i think like for me i'm i'm a true believer that we live on but I don't know where. Like, I don't have the answers for that. And I think when I look out into... I grew up in a Methodist background. So I have a Methodist background. Yeah. Baptized, grew up there, went to Sunday school and all. Tongan, only hung a church, shout out. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you're Islander, you went to church You somewhere. went, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. right? Um, but, like, for me, I just... From what I've heard, I just don't believe in God. I don't, yeah. I don't believe in that. And I like the idea that there is somewhere we go, but I also am a believer in like deja vu. So I believe that I get reincarnated. I believe in reincarnation. Right. So I believe that I'm going to come back. Like I truly believe I had a past life yeah. and that's how I feel. So although I think faith like Christianity, when I hear people speak in certain aspects of it, I'm like, that's so beautiful. Like I love that you, like my Nana is so not scared of death. death. Yeah. Like Same her, as my mom. Yeah. She's not scared of death at all because yeah. for her, she's going home to heaven. Yeah. And so she always says to me, see, you're scared of death because you don't believe in God. And I'm like, yeah. okay, cut it out. Um, but like it's for her, it's like she has a strong faith that she's so, going somewhere. And although I don't think it's heaven, I'd like to think that it's somewhere as well. But I, I don't know if that's because I'm being a narcissistic human and I'm like, <laughs> I have to live on. Yeah. The world deserves me. Or if it actually comes from true believing. And that's for me to unpack. And like, I'm still unpacking my, my faith because there have been times where I've gone back to Christianity and there have been times where I'm like, no. So yeah. it's like, I'm still on that journey of right, figuring right. out. Maybe in 10 years time, you'll see me and you'll be like, girl, you're, you're a Christian now? You're a minister's wife? What the hell happened? Conservative. Um, <laughs> yeah, pro-conservative. Never, ever. Um, but, oh, you got that on camera. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, um, but, you know, I think I think what happens is that we're not stagnant in our yeah. journey. Like we're forever growing and evolving and changing and I think that's really beautiful and magical. So I'm going to stay on that path. Right now, I'm not. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guess. So that's yeah. would be. But it's beautiful if you do know. Because it's like you don't really hold fear much. Yeah, like, because um, my mom, like, yeah, like she's like the least fearful person. I love that. When we were talking about like COVID and all that. Mm. And she's like, oh, don't worry about what they worry about. You know, we've got our, our father and all this stuff and she's like the worst she's got diabetes she's <laughs> she, uh, you know like, she's we yeah overweight are. and stuff and um so she's like if you got it mm. you know but she's just not fearful of it and right um yeah so it was cool uh cool talking to her probably like your uh grandma as well yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. she's She's super, I mean, she's very, she's going to be 88 this year. So she's yeah. super healthy, super, super strong. But she believes that comes from 
believing in God. Like every like every day when I see like talk to her or see her, she'll be like, I prayed for you. And in my head, I'm like, I don't believe in what you believe in. But I, lo- I always say outwardly, I'm like, thank you, Nan. I really yeah. appreciate that. Like I felt, I felt all the prayers. Yeah. Um, you know, it makes her happy. But, you know, it's so funny, like the generational difference, you know, yeah. for her, Christianity is everything. Um, and for me, I just don't gel well with it. So yeah. it's like, it's, it's an ongoing thing. Like, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, uh, what projects are you working on at the moment? What's happening uh, yeah. at the moment for you? So I run a little community program called Dalanor Sessions. Yeah. So Dalanor is like a pan-Pacific phrase for like conversations and holding space. Um, we held that out in GI at Te Oro, which is the community center. Um, that's kind of it, really. Um, yeah. But I would love to continue to hold holistic retreats like that's definitely where I want to head like one day I would love to have my own organization and just nurture a bunch of feminists yeah. um, <laughs> men and women come along men we love that for you how would um, men fit into that oh I want men to fit into no, how, that how do they do that I think like if you believe in equity of the sexes if you believe women should be equal to men yeah yeah, yeah. then you're a feminist uh, I, I feel like that. we're um Equal, but like, I don't know, you probably get fired up with my comment. Don't say it. No, no, I'm learning not to be fired up, I promise. Because as a Christian, like, we're all the, uh, equal, we're all the same. But I just feel like we have different skills, uh, talent, roles, like. Roles, yeah. So, um, you know, the scriptures on like uh, the body. Mm. So the, the, the people are, the church is the body. So like me, you, we run the church. It, is, it talks about like if you're the finger you can't say to the eye I'm more important to you right even though they have different functions okay but they're, they're all a part of the body yeah 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 so like and then there's another parable of the talent someone has five someone has one mm. so it's not like we're in equal but someone just someone has different roles right so like with me and my wife by our personalities our upbringings you try to work with that and if it happens whatever it happens out to be mm. Does it make sense? No, no, no. I, I, yeah. I get you. So that's yeah, the yeah. way I sort of look at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and just by the nature of things, like guys want to fight and wrestle and all that, and ladies want to, you know, socialize. You know, it's just, it's more like a nature thing. Mm. And the, the way girls, I believe. What if girls want to fight? Yeah, the, the, like I said before, the, um, like some are more masculine. So Got then, you. So yeah. then that's why they'll probably need like more of a feminine type of, partner in my my theory that's yeah, yeah, my yeah, no, theory. yeah yeah so they might be like a business person and then the guy might be a stay home dad or something like that mm. so yeah that was sort of um yeah my take on it so um like people might see that as being sexist but it just fits like uh you know i was talking about my upbringing i never bought i've never like whole babies and but my wife grew up uh bringing up her nephews and nieces and stuff mm. so like Instead of trying to be equal, like, she's going to be better at it. Uh, and I'm going to help her and support her when we had our baby. Right. But she carried the baby. She feeds it. Lisa, it's like a natural thing. Like, right. why try to force me to be the number one thing? Right, right, right. And I didn't cry that the uh, daughter wants to go to her more. Mm. It's just like a natural thing. Like, you want to go, like, go to your mom. Effort. You know what I mean? That type yeah, of thing. No, 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 no. I get you. I feel you. I think like they're going to be no, more nurturing. Like, and then um, there's certain times you might want to talk to your dad. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, like it's not like we we have different skills, so we can't like yeah, it's, we're we're equal, 
that's why I see like God says it's all equal, but we have different skills and talents. Yeah, I th- I think that comes ties into how we see Pacifica gender roles as well. Like in the Tongan community, that's really pro- that's really strong. And although I disagree, I understand. Yeah. Like I understand that there is a role in each person, and like my auntie always taught me, like in a Tongan function things go well if everyone knows their role. Yeah. And I think that's a, a pan-Pacific idea. Um, so I don't oppose that. I just think for me personally, I think for feminism, it's like it can be, it can have an intersectional lens, which means intersectional lens means like that I'm not just a woman. I can be a Christian. I can be Muslim or I can be a person of color or I can be whatever, whatever. I can be someone who ha- who comes from a low socioeconomic um, I can be someone with no, without education. Like it adds in all these different identities mm. that we we have. Um, so I think, like for me personally, like if I'm gonna be raising a family with a partner, I would want him just as involved. Like if I'm breastfeeding, then you're sitting right there, or you're like a part of the process. Like I don't, I don't want to be always the number one. Like yeah. I want to have a partnership. Like I'm always looking for partnership in general. So I think that would be where my, my direction would be. But I think for a feminism take, it's like we get gender roles, but how does gender roles damage women's like identity in society? Yeah. it's. I see um, like a little bit of a shift. Like because you know how depression and suicide is going up? Right. I see that as a part of the shift towards because of of the guys being disempowered i know there's the there's the bad evil guys at the top but just the average uh general um average joe because we um yeah you get like attacked and uh i don't know that's why i said no yeah 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 i'm listening yeah like um, what i was saying a little bit earlier and um you know especially with just the pressure to um yeah provide and i don't know it's, i feel like we're losing our roles a little bit mm. um does that scare you no i feel like that yeah it does a little bit actually but yeah. um and then i feel like that's playing a little bit into the suicide and stuff like that they can't be what uh the world wants them to be sort of thing so so you you think that the reason why we it's a bit have, of a cop out no no i'm just I'm but just, it yeah, plays yeah. into it do you think like um, a reason why we've got high depression and suicide rates is because for men is because they don't they believe that that they're being attacked for their yeah a little bit that, that's not like the whole thing but no it's no, a no part but of that's it. a part of it right yeah, yeah. Okay. um I, I feel mean, like because it goes against the nature of, of of a man right you like you can't be a man right like because I we me and my wife were having a discussion because um, we I had, we had a bit of an argument. And um, I was like, you're not, you're not letting me lead. Okay. And then she, she didn't realize. And then like, but she was saying that I was the leader. It was just for this time, you know, this moment. Oh, like this season. And then, um, then it worked out all right. She, she like listened. And so like getting too, I don't know, we can go too far, too, different ways, you know what I mean? Like, because I helped empower her. Cause she wasn't as confident and things like that, and mm. she felt empowered. And but then it goes like too far, then you lose your masculinity, right? And you shrink down, and um, you, you use that, you lose that yell that you were talking about. The what? The ah, you know, the, right? 
the 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 edginess, the mm. the risk taker type of thing. Mm. You know, I guess it goes the other way as well. Guys do that to females. Yeah. Like they um, but I feel like it's shifting the other way now. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not a man, so I can't say that's wrong. Yeah. Um, but I can say that I disagree. Yeah. Um, and I think I think from a social standpoint, I think mental health is rising because we're seeing more the poverty rates increase. We're seeing deprivation increase. We're seeing young people feel disconnected from their culture, from their family. Um, on the flip side, I think a lot of kids have taken their lives because they've been put into a box and the box can be whatever that looks like, depending on their identity, whether it's being a man or being a Christian, being a non-Christian, being whoever. So, I mean, I mean, as a, as you're a man, so I'm listening to you because you, yeah. you actually are a man. <laughs> I can't be like, this is actually what men think. Right. Um, but because I hate it when men do that to us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think that just from like a, a, yeah, a mental health background, I think it, there's a lot of fact, factors into that that play more into a systemic level. And I'd say that personally from my experience, I've seen a lot of boys hurt themselves because they've been expected to be something more or less of. Um, and that's where I, I think personally toxic masculinity comes into play. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think I, I value your opinion because you're a man, so you mm. actually have more expertise in this than I do. Yeah. And I think with your Christian background, that's going to be, you know, informing your belief system and my own belief system and i think we sh we can have these conversations and be like okay i get it i hear you i disagree but i understand I, I, yeah. I, I respect that you have the right to say it do you know what i mean like and you're not being hateful and i hope that no one thinks that i'm being hateful so yeah 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 so the um how do you see it going forward do you feel like there's some good things happening or in the world yeah yeah i mean i, I mean i know there's a lot of bad stuff but mm. with um yeah, well, yeah, what's your view on the take on... Mm, mm, the current climate of the yeah. world. Um, I think we're in a time where we can film things. So it's not that it didn't exist before. It's like we've got the power of technology. Yeah. So that helps a lot. So, I mean, I'm happy about that. I'm happy that we now get to see things in full action um, and we're holding people more into account. Yeah. I've seen as the years gone by compared to my parents' generation, um, they're nearly 50. And so they would be like, Gen Y? Is that Generation Y? Just before, I don't know. Anyway, they were born in the 70s, grew up in the yeah. 80s. Um, the difference of their generation to mine, and I think, not saying that millennials are better, but it's saying that I think we now today have more people speaking out about injustice, yeah. no matter what it looks like. And I think more people are speaking out, especially who are of color. And I love when I'm, when I see young black girls being like, this is not enough. I'm like, yes. When I see young black boys being like, this is not okay. I, I'm like, that's so cool. When I see our Pacifica kids having a voice, when I see our indigenous people having a voice, I'm like, that makes me so happy. So that gives me a lot of hope. But I think right now, if I'm going to be honest, I'm not. I don't really feel much hopeful right now, yeah. just because of what's going on in the world and what's happening in our po political climate. Um, but I hope as we move forward, we can seek it somewhere. Yeah. Is there any uh, topics you wanted to cover that we haven't covered yet? 
I think we covered like a whole bunch. <laughs> Were you expecting this? Huh? No, no, it's, it's been pretty uncomfortable, but it's really? good. Really? Yeah. I can tell, literally, I, you guys can't see him, but he's literally been like this yeah. the whole time. No, it's, it's good though, like I think, um, you know, I was saying at the beginning, it's good to go toward your fear and mm. uncomfortable. And like, like you were saying, um, just to hear the other side. Um, yeah, Because I don't sure. know if, I think I've talked to maybe one or two feminists, I guess. But probably not as like this open, you know. Yeah. Like, it's probably been a little <laughs> bit more um, surfacey, you know. I love yeah, it. Yeah, so that's been really cool. Um, no, no, thanks, thanks. Uh, <laughs> so um, yeah, we'll come coming down to our uh, final few questions. Your greatest lesson um, your mum and dad taught you. Um, like individually, like say so greatest lesson your mum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think my mum and my dad both taught me to have a voice. And I wouldn't say it's like necessarily a lesson as such as like they both didn't grow up the same way I did. So my parents were like really encouraged my voice and encouraged me to believe in what I believed. Um, and although at times they differed, they would always encourage the space of being like, so what is your opinion? And even like with a conservative tongue and dad and behind closed doors, I always had an opinion yeah. and he always encouraged that. So I think that's a, a massive lesson they took like, teaching they taught me my mom taught me the importance of listening like my mom is like you can you can have a conversation with her about anything and if she differs an opinion to you she will hold space for you and listen and if you say some good things she'll be like oh that's a good point and she'll she can change her mind yeah. and I just like I really admire that because I'm just not that person yeah um and so I really admire that about her and so I'm 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 learning as the older older I get to yeah. do more of that yeah um and also they my dad in particular he just taught me to just just be strong yeah. you know he just taught me how to be strong um you know if I'm if I'm if I feel scared that's that's I, I I'm figuring that out for myself yeah. so yeah, I never, I never go into spaces where I feel fear or intimidated, especially not to make it about men, but especially when it comes to men, because I think um, my dad made that a really big point growing up, mm. just because I was always in spaces with him, and he was such a man's man that yeah. young boys would think that because I'm a this little girl with this cute little polka dot dress that they could like you know um kind of shake me up a little bit but obviously once I opened my mouth you couldn't <laughs> so I would say those two yeah yeah do you um you sort of talked about it a little bit before do you see yourself like having a family and that type of thing or not sure um yeah I mean I'd love to have children yeah yeah for sure I'd love to have kids um I don't really know if I like believe in like marriage as a construct right. as such just just uh, like yeah I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of like taking someone else's name oh, i like yeah. my i like my last yeah, name yeah. um but in saying that if it was important to him i'm all about partnership so if it was important to that person that i was with then it would be an ongoing thing that we'd talk about because yeah. even though i'm like strong with my views i'm, I'm if we're together like we got to do things together so yeah. i think i would yeah i would open it up if that was important to that person that's def that's one of the biggest things you'll learn in a relationship is compromise. Yeah, mm. <laughs> it's definitely. Yeah, I, yeah. I failed a lot of times with that. It's <laughs> a big thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> in my uh, yeah. Are you like? Oh, I hate that word. I no, no, it's word. good. I uh, I feel like it's made me better. All right, cool. Because like, um, I don't know. It was just sort of my own, you know, chasing my own dreams, my own journey, and it's it's quite it's awesome. Like sharing the journey. Yeah. And like you're saying, like, um, you know, 
bit of your stuff together. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. you have an idea, I have a little input, but it was her thing, and then I'll have something, and then I'll have a little bit of input. So, it's, like, yeah. cool, like, doing things together, um, succeeding and failing. And For sure. Yeah, so, um, I thought the compromise wasn't good at first, but then, like, later on, I was like, oh, this has made me better. So, that was, like, yeah. a part of the empathy and all that. For sure, yeah, I probably yeah. wouldn't have, le- like, or maybe I would have been more slower to learn it mm. if I didn't have a partner. Yeah, like, yeah. Because you have to. You have to. Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so that, nah, it's been good. It's been good for me. Um, any, like, mentors, like, you know, mm. that, yeah, who's, like, or maybe one or two mentors? Um, my grandparents. Yeah. I'd say my, my Tongan nana and grandfather. I lost my grandfather when I was um, a little bit, when I was a little bit younger, but... Although they're very Tongan yeah. <laughs> and very Christian, um, ironically, I learn the most from them. So I, I like, although I have so many like people I am inspired by, yeah. um, who I love and who I've been able to um, take a lot of learning from, I'd say that foundation of my grandparents has really um, made me strong. And yeah, I'd say those two are my mentors. Like if I've had a bad day, I call my nana oh. or I go see my nana or I'll go visit my granddad at the gravesite. So, I'd say those two would be my be- mm. my biggest mentors. Wow. The foundation, right, of a village. Like, yeah. Oh, that's awesome, man. That's beautiful. The, I love um, yeah, the grandparents, like, older generation of being around. Yeah. Like, they're just being around, like, for the nieces and nephews. For sure, for sure. It's so awesome. Um, that's why I want to live till I'm 100. Yeah? Just for that. Or the babies. Like, how, how cool is it just, That'd I don't be know so if you have, like, your, no, like, you know, have your old granddad or grandma or... Mm. I don't know. I think that's that's really cool. We need to live longer yeah. as Islanders. Yeah, for sure. For Just for sure. that reason. Absolutely. Like to see the generations. Yeah, and it's it's good for like the kids. Like everybody wins. Yeah. It's, um, well, yeah. My cousins are now obviously have had kids now, um, and because I'm like part of the younger bunch, and my nana's a great grandparent. So it's like crazy whenever yeah. I see her talking to them or sitting with their nana, who's like my auntie, and I'm like, wow, that's like like four generations in one room like it's so it's so amazing so yeah i mean that which is why i would love to have kids soon because i'm like i want them to experience what these kids do because to be able to say i know my nana my grand my great grandma like that's just so powerful that's what i mean yeah i agree ah. i agree like yeah yeah for sure my uh daughter you know knows her both her grandparents and, <gasps> so and then cool. my mom so i love that eh? like when she goes to visit and yeah they both like get rich from it you know yeah you know what i mean For, like the parents yeah. love it and then my daughter yeah. loves it it's it's yeah, really yeah, yeah. Uh, a special bond uh. i think the grandparent and the grandchild but like my nana always says like the love she has for her grandchildren is just so different yeah like she loves her kids but like her kids created this like yeah, yeah. you know i'm the creation of of her children so yeah. it's like it's love that's so beyond yeah um and we always joke and like say like my nana likes her grandchildren more than her kids yeah um, because it's a thing like a, a it's lot a different of people love. say that yeah, yeah it's a yeah. different love yeah and i think it gets softer too as you get older right for sure because a lot of like uh grandparents used to give their kids hidings and then, and then when they get their grandkids they're like oh no uh, leave them alone yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah, right yeah. leave them alone yeah oh, maybe my dad would get soft not that i got hidings but maybe he'll be more softer then <laughs> yeah no nah, i'm getting softer already. are you <laughs> As soon as my daughter was born, I got soft. Like, oh no! Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. F- for sure. Like, that was that was another thing that um, yeah, like I was saying with the wife, and then that was another level. Yeah, having a daughter, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, you know, how is that having a daughter being you? <laughs> I, I love it. Eh? I um, 
it was funny what you were joking about before. Uh, God forbid you have a son or something like yeah. that. <laughs> I was like, I was praying for a son. Yeah, yeah, like please, please. Yeah. And but um, no, I think uh, uh, I I see what God's doing. Like I'm 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 better for it. I think mm. having a daughter, you know. Yeah. Uh, learning a lot more and being a better person from it. That's cool. Yeah. So nah, I love it. Eh? It's That's cool. Awesome. She's funny. It's funny. Yeah. But um, yeah, man. She's so cute. I saw some of her pictures on your Instagram. I was like, oh. Yeah. It's, it's so um, gorgeous. Yeah, look forward. It's good, like a little highlight of your day, you know, when you yeah. you, know, you see them and, and for sure. Uh, yeah, no, it's cool. Um, favorite uh, book or something you read. Well, I, I'm a massive book nerd. Like, I yeah. love books. Oh, in cool. Yeah, yeah, I love books um, too. Yeah. yeah, I'm a massive book nerd. Yeah. Um, just because I'm such a loud, ugh, crazy person, sometimes it's just nice to, like, go into someone else's life and brain. So, I have so many favorite books. When, when I saw this question, I was like, oh, my God. Um, but currently, I'm reading um, a book about Bobby Seale and Bobby Seale created the Black Panther Party um, with Huey P. Newton and I think my connection with that book is that we have the Polynesian Panthers here in Aotearoa right, yeah, yeah. and I think although I haven't got a, a quote from it it's like it's so nice to see how that that Black Panther Party was created and how that inspired our very own people to create something in in action against justice so I'd say right now that's what I'm reading. Um, but I've got a bunch of books. I love Malcolm X's book. I don't know if you've read these books. Now oh, I've seen his movies. Book. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know the movie with Denzel Washington. Yeah, that's cool. That's really <laughs> oh, good. I love Denzel Washington. That's a good one. That is. Um, also, there's current- another one, eh? Malcolm X one? The, no? I, feel, I think there's only one. Oh, okay, right, right. I've yeah, seen that one, Denzel Washington, yeah. yeah. Um, so there's you know uh, the autobiography of, um, of Malcolm X, Nelson Mandela. There's also a guy called Ali Ozel, and he was um, a Holocaust survivor. And his book is incredible. It's called Night. And he talks about, like, um, when we are neutral on injustice, then we are encouraging the oppressor rather right. than the oppressed. Yeah. And I think once I read that when I was, like, 19, I was like, that's my life. Yeah. I'm never going to be silent on issues and injustice. Yeah. Like, I, that's that's the, like, the driving point. I'm like, I'm always speak up. Like, any injustice, I'm there. I got you. Like, so I think that book helped me a lot. But then also, like, I read a lot of feminist literature as well. Yeah. Um, so... I, I got a different taste. Like, people always put you in a box. They're like, oh, Tola's probably just, like, just reading feminist. But, like, yeah. nah, I'm reading I'm reading books from men, too. Thank yeah, you very yeah. much. Um, and there's so many books out there that we can read that can offer, like, to your taste, to your liking. Yeah. So, yeah, I love reading. No, that's cool. The, um, man, that's quite a broad thing. I'm big on the reading as well. I think yeah. um, that's sort of why I, why I chucked the question in there. So, hopefully, um, get us reading more especially with the Pacific and that as well. For sure. It's so important just because like, I personally think like, just like we feed our body with food to keep us nourished, like I, I'm feeding my mind and like, I always want to grow and, and evolve as a human being. And I think with doing that is, is feeding my brain with thoughts, with opinions, with different experiences and learning from that. Yeah. So I think we need more of it. When you're talking about like, um, you know, the injustice and, (laughs) <laughs> and all that no, no I agree and yeah, and it'll be interesting like um, you know God willing you do have a family because like when when you have that they become your number one thing right right and right. like where do you divide your energy you know yeah for sure does it make sense I, f- I mean I don't have a child but I've got a dog right yeah um, you like, know because you're like oh this stuff's he, going on but I'm yeah. like 
I need to change the nappy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I and I don't have a kid, but I've got a dog, and I find myself like. My mum's always like, you need to go hang out with your dog. And I'm like, mum, I'm going to this project and I'm going to this yeah. forum and I'm, I've got this on. And I'm like, actually, like, no, I need to prioritize. So I think it's just a learning balance of life, yeah. right? But if you're a parent, you're already chucked in the deep end. You're like, figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm not at that point yet, so. I, I find yeah. it hard because, um, like, there's, like, family and friends I want to catch up with. And, like, it's a really tough balance. Yeah. It's hard to juggle because, you know, you do want to be there for people and do different things. But, you, like, for me, I always have to put my – um you know, my faith, my wife and my child first. Yeah. That's my main thing. Yeah. And then if I have time for other things, I do. That's beautiful. But it's hard to like, because you want to do other things. Yeah. But you're like, oh, now this has got to come first, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas sure. before when I was single, I could go to those things, like yeah. go watch family and friends do this and that. And yeah, Now yeah. I'm like, oh, you feel stink? No. I feel stink a lot of the time. I feel you, I feel you. And like, uh, you know, uh, family or friends, they have loved ones they lost and you want to like, uh, you know, get a card or gift for them and that, you know, and then you lose track of time. I, I probably sound like I'm making excuses, but no, 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 you know no, what no, I mean? No, like, no, I get you, yeah. Whereas I, I was probably made more of an effort before, but now I'm like, oh, I just... You've got shit to do. <laughs> yeah, it, it sort of narrows down a little bit. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah, I felt like the similar sort of thing, like, um, so I find it hard now, but because I, I want to do more things. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't want it to take away as well. At the same time, you it's your, tough. Bring your daughter too. Yeah, it's getting easier now. She's getting older. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's harder cool. when they're younger, but now like she for can sure. she can run around and stuff. So yeah, yeah, and then it's good for her just to be around that. Yeah. I think it's like you're not. It's not like that. Every person needs to part, be a part of every fight, but it's like knowing that there is something going on in the world, and if you have the voice and the platform yeah. or the ability to speak on something and inform people, then do it. Yeah. If you want to do it, do it. Like. Yeah. Yeah, especially if she's young and a female, like get your life. Checks out. How old are you? Twenty-seven. All right. Yeah, yeah. Now you got a good, good, uh, good energy. Yeah. <laughs> What's your uh, like um, thing when you get up in the morning? A routine and that type of thing. I'm not the best morning person. Oh, yeah, I'm no. more of a night owl. Yeah. Um, but you thrive in the night. Oh, thrive in the night. Um, tequila shots and all. Yeah. Um, but I think um, I love to do a little bit of journaling. So yeah. like, I like I like I have a gratitude journal right. um, that I do every morning and every night. Um, I I do definitely do uh, mindfulness, but also I scull a bottle of water, like I scull the, like a whole thing of water in the morning. Yeah, in the uh, morning, yeah. just like even if I'm running late, I just need to get it in yeah. my system because I I get really bad headaches right, if right. I don't drink water. Stay hydrated. Yeah, yeah. I got to say I get really dehydrated real quick. Like yeah. me and in the Sahara Desert would just not be best friends. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'd say that's definitely my routine. But also I blast music. Like I'm yeah. just a loud, heavy-footed person, so yeah. I just need noise all the time. Yeah. I need like action all the time. What's so. your music at the moment? I mean, it's always Beyonce. Oh, oh um, still. I love Beyonce. Even though she's faded out. Oh, never faded out. How dare you? <laughs> um, no, I love Beyonce. Like, Beyonce's like icon. She's but, so a couple of years ago. Oh, cut it out for the <laughs> nah. um, No, I love her. She's like, she's like icon for me. But I love a bit of everything. I love a lot of hip hop, soul, R&B. Um, I, and my dad is like a big hip hop head. So I grew up with really old school. So I'm not a big fan of what is now yeah. so I have like a whole playlist yeah. um, depending on what I'm feeling but I just go by what I'm feeling but yeah, yeah. it's 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 usually Beyonce or my hip hop playlist alright yeah yeah like I love Tupac yeah 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 he's pretty strong at the moment he's come back again eh? <sighs> before what's going on you know he had a lot he's of so good a lot of good uh, stuff to say 
he's just, to do with like what's happening. In yeah, the yeah, yeah, he's just so good, and I like he's very controversial, but I just think his music is just it's, it can last nah, forever. The, yeah, the, a lot of people call him the goat. Yeah, he's um, in the rap world type of thing. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think he's a goat for the culture. Like yeah. he All right, yeah, he yeah. was for the people. Like yeah, I love that for him. So yeah, I'd say that. Uh, favorite quotes, saying something like that, mantra. Um, or one that you like at the moment. I think like I'm no longer measured by other people's shame, or like other people's perception of shame. That's a really big thing that I'm having right now. Um, I think there can be a lot of shame held on people. Um, and from a woman's point of view, there's a lot of shame on women's bodies and sexuality and women's just experiences. And so I'm really big on like, I'm, I'm whatever your shame is, that's not mine. Or like whatever your perception of shame about me is not mine. So I'd say that's probably what my biggest mantra right now is that. Yeah. That's a big one. Eh? Mm. Oh man, that's massive. Like, uh, yeah, I got interested in it. Like, just as you go up, like I'm walking by a shop and I see a lady and she's looking at herself in the mirror. Mm. And like, and then you look across and someone else is doing it. It's just normal. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, like I have some friends and I'm like, oh, they're like, oh, what do you think of this like outfit or something? I can't remember somewhere and I was like, ah, oh, no, nah, I didn't think, um, I don't like that or something like that. I, I, I didn't, and she's like, oh, I'm not dressing up for you. I'm dressing up for the girls or something. Something along those, I'm butchering, the, but something along the lines of I'm trying to impress the other ladies. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Is that right or what? Yeah, yeah. Me and my girlfriends like, like, always I say... Like it? I no, didn't no, like it? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and my girlfriends always say this thing. Like, if we're, we're ever going out and we're getting complimented by men, we just go... Sh- like, we don't go... We're not mean to them. We're just like... It always just leaves a creepy vibe sometimes. Like, the way... I don't... I mean, I'm not trying to call out men. I know it sounds like I am. But, like, how men approach women sometimes in the clubs or in bars or yeah. in restaurants, you guys need to get it together. Yeah. Like... And also, like, I, I come from a friend group. Like, if I like someone, I, I don't care going up to you. Like, yeah. if, I, if I'm if i attracted to of a course. guy, <laughs> I don't mind going up to you and be like, hi, like, yeah. what's going on? Yeah. Um, and I probably will be anxious and scared, but it's something that I don't think I would have a problem with. But it's like, when a guy compliments you, you're like, what is your intention of this? Like, what is one? <laughs> when a girl compliments you, you're like, oh. Thank you. Because girls see it so differently. Like, guys, yeah. I don't think guys care about that type of stuff. Like, with nah. girls, it's like the small things, like the red lipstick, the painted nails, like the way you curled your hair yeah, or yeah. like the shoe you're wearing that day. Like, girls pick apart everything. And so when a girl compliments you, it's like the biggest thing. So me and my girlfriends always say, we never dress for men. We always dress for women. Yeah. And that's my, I live by that. Yeah. But I, I mean, sometimes when a cute guy does compliment you, it is nice. Right. You could sort of, I guess you could sort of tell if it's genuine or you know where it's coming from type of thing sometimes sometimes yeah i think so yeah 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 because yeah, i see like girls and they go oh, uh like these all oh, these high heels i'm like you just look uncomfortable fright but they're like oh they they get a buzz out of oh whatever man yeah. <laughs> you feel good and sore feet and stuff i personally do not wear high heels because i find them very uncomfortable too and i'm a docks girl I'm a boots girl. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, like, if you see someone with high heels and they're like six inches and they're like fully dropping it low, I'm like, sis, get your life. But that is not me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I feel like, in my opinion, that ladies look better when they look comfortable. Right, right. You know, so even though, I don't know, the heels or whatever, mm. 
uh, aesthetically maybe looks good, but you can sort of see they're not comfortable. To me, I don't know, yeah. they're cold and they got hand in it, you know, like your feet are sore, but for sure. you know, oh, just for a couple of people to look at you, like, I don't know. It's a lot. The, yeah. Yeah, I think once you move around and start like dressing for yourself and dressing for like the people you're around, like then they look better to me. That's the way I look yeah. at it. But yeah. if you're dressing to be like a guy will like this or yeah. a woman will like this, yeah. it just gets to a point where like, you're just looking for other people. Yeah. So I'm um, yeah I I don't hold that. No, thank you. Yeah. This is a little bit of a uh, I guess a funny one. The the uh, learning to love myself again. That's mm, <laughs> right. Right. I always go like, when did you stop loving yourself and why? Because you know? it's, it's society. <laughs> it's 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 we we make it this thing like if we're gonna go by like Western beauty standards, like I grew up in like Hillary Duff and like you know what I mean? Like Hillary yeah. Duff was everything. The Olsen twins, like I'm a curvy brown indigenous woman. Like I'm not a slim white girl. <laughs> like, do you know yeah. what I mean? So it's like I think when we compare our bodies to um people and we start measuring the beauty standards by one look that's when it gets dangerous and so I, I'm, I'm not that i would ever say i'm learning to love myself but i would be like or something like, you know, yeah yeah i'd be like i'm learning to like respect myself again like because i think as a kid you you respect and love yourself because that's just you don't care about that stupid nonsense but when you get older that becomes your truth you yeah. start believing i'm supposed to look this way to be beautiful but natural fact it's just boring yeah yeah, because, yeah, I see it a lot. Like, there's always, like, all these posts and stuff like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, what is going on? <laughs> it's, like, everywhere. And I'm like, man, just, I don't know. I don't get, I don't get it. Hey, have your empathy. Have your empathy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't usually bring it up, but, you know, since we're getting controversial. No, I love it. I yeah. love it, yeah. And, like, for me, I'm like, where does it start? We're like, where does it start? But um, for me, I sort of figured it out. In my own mind, for my beliefs, like, there's there's a scripture about it as well. Like your beauty shouldn't come from like I can't remember the exact words, but your jewelry and the things you wear. But it should come mm. from like your inner inner beauty. Right, right. Um, so he spoke about it back then, mm. and it's still happening now. So I was just feel like I was like, oh, okay. I sort of see it's still happening now, just in a slightly different way, you know. Yeah. So even from the from my uh, you know what I believe that it's always been there. Like trying to, you know, wear jewelry and different things, but yeah. the beauty comes from your inner, your inner self. Yeah, your yeah, inner yeah. Self. yeah. So he even spoke of it, mm. and it's still happening. Yeah, yeah. Because oh, like you, you have to realize, like women are perceived to be a certain look. I think guys are too, but I think women are more predominantly. Like you see, you turn on the TV and you have girls like in no clothing on rap videos like with big booty slim waist big breasts and that's yeah. supposed to be beautiful or you got girls walking the catwalk and they're tall slim no shape whatsoever or you have you know what I mean so it's like when you have all these different people on 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 television and music that are being glorified as beautiful and you don't fit into either one of those categories you're external perception of yourself is always going to be negative so i think it always comes back to inner self but also that whatever your body shape is that's you like you know what i mean like that doesn't make you less whatever yeah. and why do we even strive to be beautiful 
like who even defines beauty right like yeah. the way you perceive beauty is going to be different the way i perceive beauty and like what you're attracted to is different to how i'm attracted to so it's like i think we're all different and we should we that's what we should be celebrating yeah you know what i mean yeah so you think it's more like the media and society like brainwashing us with all the images it's just like in front of our faces all the time yeah i think i think it's, it's pretty big like uh, they're huge. powerful eh? yeah, 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 yeah a lot yeah. of money's put into it and we just see it everywhere and yeah i think i think media beauty standards can can play a massive toll in how we see ourselves yeah. and i don't mean like my age i mean like younger kids yeah. that and that solidifies your identity for a long time like for yeah. my early 20s that solidified my identity of of what beauty meant now i could care less what people think of me but i had to go through the journey of figuring all of that out and realizing what's on a music video doesn't de- measure who i am yeah. so it comes from a lot of that i think that's really important mostly yeah yeah mm. oh, that's good that's good uh, something i've always wanted to talk about and dive into a little bit yeah without, yeah it's important know. conversations like yeah yeah i always um see that the you know the before and after pictures and all oh. these different things like you know along yeah. that the same sort of line yeah of that the image and i guess you know we all want to look good in our our ideal world of looking good right for sure no i mean that's why i train a lot like that's a part yeah, of it yeah right right you know, to some extent i guess some just have it more or whatever or influence mm. more by uh, like outward opinion and things like that yeah i guess we, but yeah we all are just to different degrees eh yeah for sure yeah for sure i think yeah i think it depends on self and i think once you solidify who you are and in, in the strength and who you are as a, as a whole being that's when you start moving away from what other things are happening around you. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Like, I wonder, like, you know, you're big on working out. Is your wife big on working out? No. Yeah. So, it's fine. Yeah. But you're able to coexist, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's different for everyone. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, what's it called? I, uh, as you get, I feel like it's more of a maturity thing for me. Like, I think anybody who lies uh, is lying when they say they don't care. Like, somewhat. Yeah, you yeah. know, like no, you, we all sure. do to some extent, eh? And for uh, sure. and but I really do like as I get older, care less. But I do it because more out of for me, it feels like self respect, like what God's given me in that. Like look after it. Mm. It's come more from that place now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Whereas yeah. like, cause I grew up poor, and so I was like, I felt uncomfortable dressing up mm. and looking good. Right. So that right. was I'd always try to like not dress up or dress down or whatever. Yeah. But now I'm like, nah, you know this is what you've been given like yeah. do the best with it that's beautiful and wherever yeah. you go like if I'm going to footy wear the footy clothes mm. if I'm working out like work out um, if I'm going to work like look good for work like they, you know like play the role yeah whereas like I might have before like ah oh, this is stupid school rules like mm. you know like mm. yeah, that was yeah, probably yeah. my younger self but right, now I'm like right, oh right. this is their rules pay along this is what it is yeah yeah yeah, yeah. You know, I'm going to this place like an island thing wear an island shirt you know that type of thing yeah yeah I don't do that <laughs> yeah but i've been more of a rebel rebel before yeah, yeah, yeah i was yeah. like oh okay just be respectful look good mm. where you can like but i'm naturally right. quite lazy with it right I right because um we, we didn't have like church clothes growing up and we used to go to church every week maybe twice a week sometimes right. so then like i felt uncomfortable um dressing up when you did have money to get it right you know Right, right. It's the same as my uh, my brother in there too. The same, same. That's sort of real though, right? Like, so you come and from then, that, and then like I, I don't like it as much. But a lot of the churches now push it, like dress up, which is fair enough. But like I don't like because when like other kids like us come in, you feel uncomfortable. So mm-hmm. I try to like go in the middle. 
Yeah. So we're like... Dress well in Mexico. If, if a visitor comes in, mm. like... Because it's so off-putting when everyone's got... Yeah. And you, you don't have, like, the money to have those clothes. To get that. Yeah, you know? Right. So I want to be more approachable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I try to go in the middle sort of thing. Yeah, We're yeah, comfortable, yeah. but you look good and, you know. I, I, I love for that. I mean, I have no rules on how... I mean, look, I, I'm dressed in, like, so many different colors. Yeah. And that's me But you look comfortable. Day. I am comfortable. Yeah. And I think, like, my mum would always say, like, I would dress... I would, like, have, like, leopard print tights and, like, a colorful T-shirt and, like, butterfly wings and, like, odd socks and gum boots. And my mum would just be like get on the freaking car like come on then like yeah. I, it was like i think like you got to encourage self-expression but also it's like do you have the means to do so and it's like that can be a huge thing because i know like a lot of people who are like in fashion they come from exper- like backgrounds where they don't have enough money so they had to like make do with what they got and i think how you dress is how you define yourself yeah. and like when you don't have that ability that can be really disheartening for your identity so yeah i mean i think there's no rules on how you look yeah, yeah. like just live your life yeah be happy with who you are like and that's a journey like not every day you're gonna get up and be like i love myself yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. that that doesn't happen but every day you have to wake up and be like i respect myself enough to like to to know that i deserve respect love all that stuff yeah yeah nice, nice. and a last question just your uh, definition of success Mm, I saw this question and I was like, I don't like the word success. Um, Obviously, I wouldn't like the word success. Um, I think like if I'm going to just answer that with the word success, I think like it's changed over the span of my lifetime. Like when I was younger and really incentivized by this idea of like, I have to like have a husband and I have to have children. I have to have like a beautiful house and like the white picket <laughs> fence. And like, I have to like have money and a, and a beautiful car and like all these friends. Like that is definitely not how I measure myself now. Like how I measure myself now is like that what I'm doing is good. Like what I'm doing is wholesome and what I'm doing is providing space, not only for myself, but for people that I respect and love to feel fulfilled and seen. And I like, I love one of the quotes that Maya Angelou said. She always, she always says like, um, just remember like that it's, it's how people remember you. Like it's how you made people feel. Yeah. 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 I like that quote. I'm like, I, I love that. Cause I'm like, I want to live my life like that. That's how I'm going to measure my successes. Like if every time I interact with someone, they feel good and they like feel respected and like, I see you, then that's how I know that I'm doing something right. Like no longer will it be a bank account or a man or like all that stuff. Like that's yeah. irrelevant. Although a man would be nice. Um, but that is irrelevant. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, it's actually more than that. It's more about like how I, how I feel soulfully. And it's not like being cheesy, but like being happy with mm. what I'm doing and being proud of myself. Like it, it, success is like, if I'm proud of what I'm doing, then I'm doing it right. Mm. Awesome. Awesome. So, yeah. My sister loves that quote too. Oh yeah. that I'm like, I can't remember the wording, but yeah. it's, it's People that. won't remember so people won't remember what you did but it's like how you made them feel yeah, or something like one. that yeah, yeah she loves that one as well it's such a cool quote because i think it's like that is that should be how we we live our lives like we should remember that we shouldn't be making people feel good after they meet us or after they interact with us yeah nah that's been awesome mate. Eh? um but yeah thanks for coming on man like it's probably been uh it's definitely uh helped me grow push my you boundaries too, you too, yeah yeah it's, it's been a it's been a pleasure having you on sharing uh i feel like there was more stuff but i was scared to go down those lanes to be oh, honest okay. but that take was two. <laughs> take two <Nigel. laughs> 
<laughs> I was scared to go down a couple of lanes, but I, f- you know, I feel like I still. <laughs> no, Nothing no. was about me, but <laughs> no, no, we, we need you need to get someone else on or have number two rounds for us to unpack some more. Because I felt like it could have went to the ways. I was like, oh no, let's go back this way. <laughs> I could feel at some moments when you're like this, and I was like, oh, I think he's like moving away from this conversation. That's fine. <laughs> nah, so, nah, thanks for coming on. Thanks for your time and sharing and all the awesome things you're doing in the world. Where can uh, people follow you? See what you're up to. Get on board. Jump into your uh, retreat. Oh yeah, I mean, I need to th- like I'm. I, it's not like a real like yeah. website as such, but you can just like come on Instagram if you're interested and message yeah. me on times, and I'll put things up. Would you so, call yourself an activist? Um, I don't really know the real meaning of it, but you yeah, feel like an activist. I feel like that. <laughs> I just I'm not a big fan of the word. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. Not, no, I'm like I'm like I, I, people always call me people and activists when they believe in human rights and i'm just like all right yeah, if i believe in basic human rights that doesn't make me an activist it just makes me like a human being believe right. in human rights. but i mean like i get if people think that so i'll take it yeah maybe right that's uh, cool it's been a pleasure <laughs> thank you very much once again for your time and uh we'll see if we can get that uh part two <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> that was